Hey, it's Selena. And this is Paul. And we are the creative team behind Bruce Fest. And we're here to invite you to join us for virtual Bruce Fest on March 24th. Featuring a masterclass on acting with Bruce Campbell himself. Interactive events, live guests, and lots of spooky surprises. And an online immersive game continuing the story of the Bruce Fest universe. Do we dare call it the Bruceiverse? <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. Uh, also, we just wanted to really reach out to the community to tell you guys how much we love you and how much we appreciate your passion for Bruce Fest and also how much we miss you. Yes, we've definitely missed you a lot. We've all been wanting to get together. So this is our way of reconnecting and moving Bruce Fest into the future. Join, Join us March 24th for virtual Bruce Fest. See you there. For more information, visit brucefest.co. Brucefest is not affiliated with Smart. You are listening to a Cult Talk Network podcast. Welcome, everyone, to Cult of Campbell versus Ash versus Evil Dead. Hello. Episode 9, Bound in Flesh. Bound in Flesh, yes. Which was directed by T- Tony Tils- Tilsey. I couldn't pronounce his name last time, and it was written by Rob Wright. Uh, aired December twenty sixth, twenty fifteen. It was a pretty good one. This is uh, a yeah. solid one. This is yeah. our this is our this is our pre finale. Yeah, one more episode left of the season, <laughs> and it's gonna be a doozy. We're gonna try to do that with the whole gang here mm-hmm. soon. Yep. But I think we need to go ahead and jump right into this episode, episode nine, Bound in Flesh. Let's get groovy. Grab your broomstick and fire up the Delta. It's time for A-C-T-I-O-N. Join the cult of Campbell. Groovy. And if you're lucky a little later, I'll let you play with my boomstick. This was the penultimate episode of season one, where we've got the one more left, which I thought was going to be a longer one, but apparently, it's yeah. Not. I, I I watched this. Uh, it's been a while since I watched this first season, but I remember there being a lot of stuff in this last episode, like a, yeah, a lot of stuff to wrap up. Which this episode was kind of dense too. I feel like a lot of these episodes are dense. You yeah. know, there's been a couple filler episodes this season, but some of these episodes, like you feel like you've been watching, like they're like yeah. hour long episodes, but they just condense so much into this half hour. Right? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like even if not a lot happens to advance the plot, there's always a lot happening. Yeah, like there's all every character's doing something, even if it's not much. But uh, this episode, there was a lot. Going. There was a lot going on yeah. for a for a standard half hour long episode. There was yeah. a lot of shit going on because it yeah. picks up right at the uh, end of episode eight. We have the continuation of the Ash, Ash versus Ash, Ash. Yeah. yeah, which Kelly and Pablo finally bust in on. And then no, no, Ash and then bust in on them. Oh yeah, the fight, yeah. The fight spills into the living room. Of the yeah, cabin. and then we get the the kind of cliched like which one's the real one? Scene, yes. but it's played very well for comedy, and they don't spend a lot of time on it. It's crazy. We just got done watching this episode. I'm just thinking back on like all the stuff to talk about in this episode, and there is just so much shit for a half hour. Right. Yeah. So they determined that uh, 
they determine which ashes the real ash because they were both racist, but real ash is not racist against Asians. Oh, why would he? They're great at massages with their teeny little hands. Yeah. I love, I love it when like, he's like, uh, what does he say to, um, uh, uh, Pablo, like, hang on amigo, I'll get you a pinata or whatever. If you oh, right. yeah. And he's like, hmm, subtle racism. And yeah. I was like, no, 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 I'm racist too. Asian babies creep me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and that, and that was their cue of like <laughs> right yeah they're such a good yeah. like it was such a good dialogue gag scene like it, there was, was there good. was a couple of those in this like the yeah. they end up shooting the the evil ash yep and then you know ash has got to do what he does and he's got to chop the bodies yep. up he's got to dismember the bodies but then the australians show yes back our up. australian hikers who just wandered into michigan and <laughs> Just uh, out in the middle of bump yeah, nowhere, Michigan. Yes, exactly. Uh, they they show up, which we talk about in the watch along. The reason they're Australian is because because yeah, it was shot in Australia, which I didn't know. Yes, because me and Ben were talking about they they're like we, we were like narratively we don't know why these people are here, but it's like why did they cast three Australian actors? Not that we care. It was just like a strange choice to when you could have just cast some American actors. Or, right. Uh, but apparently, you know, it was easier to just cast Australian right. actors because that's who was available. Right. They, got, that, they got a nice little, sense, they got a nice little, uh, you know, a guest star out of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. With uh, Mara Weaving in her name. Mara? Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving. Yeah, they yeah. got her in it. So, yeah, uh, they, they convinced them that they're like hunters who are dismembering animals or something. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh. Because they came to the cabin to like stay because they got lost again or something. So then Pablo and Kelly have to escort them out into the woods to show them the way out. Do you think there's like any way of escaping the woods? I feel like once you're there, you're like just it's just everything's gonna lead you back to the cabin. Yeah, that's kind of the impression. I don't remember if that's ever like a thing, but that's what I think. I think it's like the it won't let you leave. It literally, if it has to, will attack you with a tree to stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which we haven't got in this season. There's been no, you know, tree violations. Yeah, no tree salt. Yeah. No yeah. <laughs> tree salt. So uh, Ash tells him, like, get these people out of here. Yeah. I've got to go and do some uh, slice and dice. Yep. And I, I love I love his line when he's looking over his, his body. He's like, he's like about to chop up my evil clone. Maybe someday that'll seem weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is like the oh. third time he's done it. Oh, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's he's just all the shit he's had to do, even just over the course of the series, let alone the movies. Yeah. <laughs> just like makes that seem so tame. <laughs> so he starts slicing dice and it's surprisingly graphic. Like it we're is. showing quite a bit of it. Like, and then he's kind of talking to Amanda who's still like slumped over and paled on the, the deer head. And it, cuts back and forth between the hikers with kelly and pablo and ash dismembering them kelly and pablo annihilate a raccoon <laughs> yeah but also we get a little um tidbit for kelly where she's like kind of get the idea that she cares a little more about pablo than what oh yeah because in the last episode on. yeah in the last episode the blonde chick was like what's his deal talking about pablo and kelly said he has girlfriends so then she brought it up to pablo and kelly seems a little a little jealous, maybe. Yeah, she tells yeah. him that she didn't. She told him that because uh, she wasn't good enough. Yeah, for him. yeah. Which, mm, so yeah, just yeah, maybe, maybe Pablo is gonna. He's gonna be that one simp yeah. who like it all works out for. <laughs> His simping will pay off. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a lot of fanboys out there who are just gonna be like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. He's Pablo's the champion simp. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the prophesized one. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. So yeah, so Ash is cutting up his dead body or his clone's dead body and then he's about to start it on amanda and 
you know, she's gone. We we saw that coming. Of course, everybody. Well, comes well back first we get the eye. the blood uh, when he's chopping himself up. Oh his yeah, blood pours yeah. over into that's what distracts uh, the Necronomicon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a pool of the blood from the clone touches the Necronomicon and then starts talking, which even freaks out Ash. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck me. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure this is the first time we've seen the book. Like, because you know, the book later on becomes like like a main character itself in the in the series oh yeah it kind of does doesn't yeah it? <laughs> and like this like this is the first time we've we've ever really seen the book do that kind of stuff um right like we've seen the face move in the movies before right like when it was dying and then there was like the uh the opening scene of was it evil dead 2 where it's like stop motion yeah yeah but but it's never like been a character it's been a MacGuffin. But it's never been a character until now. Right. So, yeah, Ash is distracted talking to the Necronomicon. That's when Amanda's deadite slips away. So we cut back to the hikers. They hear more noises, so they're getting trigger happy again. And the guy stops them. He's like, hey, don't you know, kill another animal or whatever. And then his wife is standing up next to him. And then she gets impaled through the back by Amanda. <laughs> the hand just comes out. I, lo- I loved it before, uh, before we see Amanda's, like, gone. Like Ash is like uh, he throws the book in the fridge and he's like, "All right, oh, yeah. Amanda." He's like, "I'm sorry for what I must do. I promise to respect your uh, modesty." <laughs> and he's like, "Maybe just one more peek at those, and that's the reveal." <laughs> yeah, that's when he gone. walks in. She's gone because <laughs> even even in like the the worst moments, Ash is still kind of an asshole. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's he's just... <laughs> but yeah, so the Australian chick dies. One of the Australian chicks dies, and then the Australian dude dies. Because Amanda kills them both, and then she starts using them as puppets, which was really disturbing. <laughs> that was that, that was wild. I love that gag, though. That was yeah. a fun gag. Yeah, she starts taunting Kelly and Pablo with their dead bodies, which was <laughs> disturbing and hilarious. Uh. <laughs> uh, and then she throws the bodies on Kelly and Pablo, and they get pinned down. And then she she starts chasing after Samara weaving, and then they get into a scuffle, and she ends up throwing her and her leg smashes against the yeah. brakes which was oh that gross. made me cringe harder than anything else and then we get the reintroduction the final the return yeah. the return of a ruby ruby she comes fucking flying like yeah like jumping through like the air spinning flying down yeah. into the ground like a somersault like yeah. and we saw her in the last episode or, or, or in one of the previous episodes she had a sweet kandarian dagger hidden away in yes her or she has the Kandari dagger yes. hidden away in a, uh, a compartment or a glove box. So she has that. And then she gets into a fight with Amanda, but Amanda gets away. Because, uh, yeah, Amanda gets, so she's about to kill Amanda. Oh, Amanda, the, like, the does the, yeah, yeah, she does the thing that, you know, all the dead ice do where they, they switch over to the, the human side. And, like, oh, she yeah. tells, uh, Ruby, like, you know, that they can still be together. And, yeah. Uh, then the girl screams. She looks away. And then by the time she looks back, Amanda's gone. fucking yeah, gone. She teleported away. That's the last we see of Dead Eye Amanda, right? Yeah. So I'm guessing she comes back. I yeah. So we, we see it's her. So there, there's a uh, a quick flash of her like scurrying around. Yeah. Uh, watching them. I know that. Yeah. And then they get back to the cabin. They they bandage up or or put a splint on Samara Weaving's leg. And then they get back to the cabin. After Ruby. after Ruby dismantles the, <laughs> the hiker's bodies with the fucking oh, yeah, dagger. Yeah, she was sitting there <laughs> telling them giving them an exposition dump while she's just casually yeah. just dismembering them with the dagger. I like Pablo too. He's like trying to comfort Samara Weaving. He's like yeah. he's, he's like, he's like Ash's the only one standing in their way. Well, I stand in their way too all the time. Yeah. Like, he's like 
He's trying to Ultimate like simp. He's trying to impress this girl so much. <laughs> I think he just likes any girl that I get it as like a simpy thing where he just get uh, right. any girl that shows him attention. He's just yeah. The second you get any yeah. any sort of attention, you're like, oh, I'm yep. in love. Yeah, we're gonna be married. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have so many babies. <laughs> so, but yeah, so they get back to the cabin uh, and Ash meets them outside, and we get a fucking amazing. Exchange. This was probably the one of the best like dialogue exchanges that, like, yeah. i've seen so far in the series this was, this was fucking him hilarious and, him and ruby just jabbing back and forth at each other now is, it, is this the first time we've had them on screen together yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah. so and it did not disappoint it was it was awesome oh, yeah their meeting was fucking great. yeah <laughs> well, she just, was so much better at insulting him oh yeah he's like he's like going to like childish like insults like calling her stupid face and all this shit right and I love she like <laughs> grabs him and she's Gets the gun to his throat and's like, you say one more dumb thing. He's like, oh, I'm gonna say a lot of dumb things. Yep. <laughs> and then he gets out of it, and then he brings up his chainsaw arm, and then she gets that, puts that against his neck, and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was really good. I I like that whole little bit. I but like, then kind of uh, breaks it up. I like, and then she like starts dressing him down, basically about like you know how he's because he's his whole plan is to go back to the go back to the cabin, take the Necron, come bury it. Yeah, because he, he saw it in a in a hallucination. Or yeah, trip. Yeah, and she's telling him like. You know, it's not going to work. And yeah, yeah. she's like, you're, you think the fate of the world depends on a bong rip or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so she tells him, like, I know how to take care of the dagger. Yeah. So they go in and she has a whole ritual. Apparently, he has to take the Kandarian dagger. Yep. And he has to deface the book. He yeah. Has to literally cut, cut its face the off. face yeah. from the book, which was actually kind of gross. They had it like screaming in pain. And yeah. Blood flowing out. And then when he peeled it off, it was all bloody and disgusting. Was yeah. Kinda, it looked like, like, yeah. like, strawberry jam underneath right. that. Yeah, it was pretty it was gnarly. Super, it was super gory. But he just like peels the face off, chucks it off yeah, the side. Chucks it away, just flops onto the ground. And you can tell there's like this moment of like, because earlier when he's like trying to, you know, when he puts, before he puts the book in the fridge, the book is kind of like telling him like, you know, why would you want to get rid of me? Like, I'm the only oh, thing that makes oh, yeah. you special. Like, you're, what are you going to do? Right. Start a family, be rich, be president, and that's going to happen. I'm the only thing that makes you special. As long as I'm around, you have purpose. Right. Yeah. And he kind of like has a moment where like she, she tells him you have to face the book. Then you have to hand the book over to me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he has that moment where he's like, ah, I don't know. Is, you know, should right. I? Or, right. Yeah. It's, I've had this book for 35 years or whatever it's been. And, uh, you know, <laughs> she says, you know, let me take let me take this load off your shoulders. And, <laughs> and then Pablo contributes. Yeah. Let her take your load. Have they? <laughs> <laughs> so he hands it hands the book over to her and then she just goes in the re she flips it right open starts reading yep uh all this weird shit the yep. kandarian shit immediately uh, gets and Yep. Yeah, wind they, starts blowing and poor fucking opening and shutting and moving on their own. Poor and, fucking Samara weaving is just there. Like she yeah. has no idea what <laughs> yeah. the fuck is going on. She Good doesn't fucking know. god. Yeah, she doesn't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah. Her friends were just there to die and now she's stuck with this. Yeah, shit. and she has watched like, you know, this guy chop the face of a screaming book and right, like yeah like, <laughs> she doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, this thing has become quite a chatty Kathy. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah shit starts going getting darker and darker and everybody's like oh maybe we shouldn't have done that and then the face of the necronomicon peels itself off the floor and mm -hmm. floats up and then it flies at pablo and well we, yeah it, it, it like comes up and we see that necklace that he has the uh the necklace that uh, the brujo gave him okay yeah because uh, yeah yeah it's because like, i think we've established prior to this that like the the two don't get along like the the book and the necklace are are yeah they're not 
they they don't they don't coexist. Okay. I think we had like a moment like that in the uh, Brujo episode or the episode after Brujo. Okay. Where uh, the book and the the necklace were kind right, of having yeah. a weird interaction. So yeah, like it, it like the necklace like floats off his chest. Yeah. And then that's what draws the the face to yeah, slap him. Yeah. They they draw to each other and then the the face just slaps onto Pablo's face and like seals itself on there. And he's screaming. He can't get it off. Kelly's trying to help. Then Ash tries to get the book from Ruby. Mm-hmm. because you know he's going to try to use it to get it all uh, i assume right. he, he's hoping that there's a way to get the face off of pablo yeah and uh what does he what does she say or, or he says to her and she tells him like uh oh he says you don't know what you're doing and she says of course i know what i'm doing i wrote the book boom cliffhanger boom. End of the episode. so yeah. now we know ruby is the the author of the necronomicon yeah ruby is uh one of the dark ones what a like twist yeah. a twist yet another twist man it's a good episode though yeah that was a pretty good one. I liked it. I think we should talk about that in the next segment. I agree. Shop smart. Shop S-mart. So, yeah, I I really like this one. The last two episodes were kind of filler episodes, which the last one was a good filler episode. Mm-hmm. But this one definitely moved some shit along. Yeah, there was so much in this episode. It's crazy. You know, like these episodes are dense. This is a dense fucking episode. And yeah. it was all good. It was all entertaining. Like we yeah, got to yeah. see ne- Necronomicon. Uh, we got to see the the Necronomicon come to life. Yep, we got uh, to see Dead Eye Amanda. Dead Eye Amanda. They off the uh, the two Australians. Yep, they got the third one waiting for her turn to die. Yeah, <laughs> trying to remember it doesn't that turn out well for her if I remember yeah, correctly. I don't think so. Then we got the return of Ruby, which was very superhero. Yeah, and finally like the meeting of Ash and Ruby. I love that scene. God, that scene was so. Good. That was that was the best. That yeah. was probably the best the best scene in the whole movie. I think. Right. Yeah in the show sorry right I, but no this this episode was was awesome for uh for yeah. the the penultimate episode this is great so i want to see the finale like now so. right yeah yeah i'm really excited for it i think i i'm gonna give this four dead australian puppets out of five. Oh man he took mine out <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go with i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give this a solid five Ooh. out of five necronomicon faces nice <laughs> um this was a hell of an episode yeah and coming off of like two fillery ish episodes yeah like this was a, a just a really good episode to come back on and like lead yeah. us into the finale so i'm gonna give it a five out of five because i love cool. every bit of it. i loved ash in it i loved ruby in it uh yeah it was just a lot of, a lot of progression yep their meeting didn't disappoint no that was that was that was fucking awesome so yeah, yeah this is gonna five out of five for me i agree well, I don't agree because I gave it a four. But yeah, I agree that it was excellent. <laughs> yeah, excellent episode. So yeah. I think that does it for us here on uh, episode nine of yeah. Call to Campbell versus Ash versus Evil Dead. We have the finale coming up. We're going to try to have the whole gang together for yep. it because we like to try to keep the uh, the big Evil Daddy stuff with the whole crew. So yep. hopefully we'll have Ian and then Eric and Urs and Ben and myself all back for one big yep. nice wrap up on this on this uh, season. So. But you guys make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, TikTok, all the social media things. Yep, at Cult Talk Net. At Cult Talk Net. Uh, R slash Cult Talk Net on Reddit. Yes, I always forget about the Reddit. Still by myself. Yeah, Ian's over there by himself. Still so lonely. Yeah, talking to himself about Bruce Campbell. He needs someone else to interact with. Yeah. Please for one. He can't God. just keep saying Bruce Campbell's cool and <laughs> by himself and like agreeing with himself. Just one up vote. It's yeah. me. Bruce Campbell rules. I love Bruce Campbell. <laughs> me too. It's so good. Yeah. 
<laughs> so make sure you join him. Give the, give the guy some love. Give give it on a uh, on a uh, Reddit. I don't know anything about Reddit, but go <laughs> follow it or you know subscribe yeah. to it. Whatever you do, go yeah, go whatever. to the R slash join. I think you join community. Yeah, go join uh, Ian's community over on R slash Cult Talk Nut. For the love of God, there you go. Give me someone to talk to. <laughs> but you can catch our uh, our spinoff show to Call to Campbell. You can catch the Cult Talks weird uh, shit. Weird shit. Uh, we got one dropping soon but it won't matter because it's coming out way after that so yeah <laughs> we probably still got one coming soon so just pay attention yeah i don't know what the fuck it's about yet but it's gonna be there yeah it'll be there and it'll be weird yep so and make sure you check out all the other episodes we have if you haven't already caught up on them catch up on cult talk net versus or uh, cult of campbell versus ash versus evil dead yep. check out the movie reviews we've got and all the bruce campbelly oh, goodness yeah. but until next time i think we seem to let everyone know remind you guys Stay groovy. Hail to the king, baby. That's it? That's the best you got? Yeah. Oh, that sucks.